Hey guys, welcome back to the Press for Champagne podcast. Brandy, what have you been up to? Well, as you know, I was in Duluth I know, this I past weekend. I've been dying to hear what you did there. Um, it was so, it was, I needed to get out of my office so bad. I needed to just get away so bad. Um, so that was fun. Yeah. Um, we drove up into St. Paul, Minnesota, yeah. which, by the way, they have like beautiful architecture they downtown really do. St. Paul. Shockingly um, pretty. So I've been to Minneapolis. Yes. And same. Yeah. So I mean, like, I guess I've never just been over to the other side. Definitely worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I mean, obviously we like crashed there and then got up and had. We went to, like, a coffee shop for breakfast and then drove up into Duluth, which is, How like, much two further? hours. Okay, that's exactly what I was just going yeah. like, you're so in my mind. Yeah, so it's really not that bad of a drive. I think you could do it all in one day up to Duluth, but we left after work, so. Did you guys stay at a nice place in St. Paul or just, like, a... We stayed at the Hyatt downtown, oh, so. so nothing to write home about. Good, but not, like, um We, honestly, if we could do it again, um, gosh... I can't remember the hotel chain. It was like not something, you know, not something you would think was like amazing. But when we drove by it, we were like, wow, we really messed up not staying there. The parking at the Hyatt was absolutely terrible. And we had this horrible experience. Um, this As we were walking in, it was late. It was like 11 p.m. And this guy was like delivering like Uber Eats or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the Hyatt there, like there's con like Hyatt condos and then the Hyatt Hotel. Oh, I didn't know Hyatt had condos. Yeah. So you walk in and it's like very I mean, it was late. There were police everywhere. Obviously, there's, you know, a lot of like unrest in Minneapolis and St. Paul right now. So there were police everywhere, but mm-hmm. we had to park in a kind of a seedy parking garage, poor GG. Did, did they not have valet or do you guys not valet? Um, we just, it was so late. Like we just, we just needed to get out of the car. But you know? are you a valet person? I prefer to valet. Okay. I yes. do as well, yes. but I know like there are some people that are just like, I'll park my own car. But like if I go someplace, just, just valet it. Yeah. I understand $25 a night is expensive, but. And I think that's, you know, we had already spent like more on the hotel than what we probably should have yeah for crashing and we like the parking garage was like across the street it was just a pain in the ass to get out of and to find the hotel um but anyways as we were walking in there was like an uber eats delivery guy walking in he was like very nice held the door open for us like very kind when and he walked into the hotel lobby before we did and like the lobby super cool it was like in the old post office and they kept a lot of the old doors i mean it was a huge building like very cool i'll look it up um, but he said, where's your elevators to the lady operating the front desk? And she's like over there and like pointed. Well, it's con- like, it's confusing as shit. When you walk in, there's other elevators right as you walk in, you take a left and go through more glass doors to the hotel part versus the condo. And then there are also separate elevators like back behind the front desk almost. And so he turned to go walk out back where we had just come from thinking that's where she was pointing and she like screamed at him no over there like nasty rude wow like we were i mean truly so uncomfortable that like we didn't leave a very nice like not a very nice review but we just like left it in the comments that she was like really disrespectful to this person because he had done absolutely nothing wow So anyways. Did they have like a comment box or did you like write a Yelp review? You know, it was a Yelp review or a Hotels.com, one of them. But um, 
<laughs> so go find it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it it was just like, I mean, it was inappropriate and not to make it into anything big, but the woman was a white woman and the man she was yelling at was a black man and it was just like super uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think that we're all um, on alert Yes, right now. And I find myself, and I've to be honest, I've always been this way, but even more so now, I find myself being like overly nice to anybody that I see on the street that is like of a different color than I am just because like I want you to know like I love you like you want to give I don't even like hugs but I'll hug you because like I love you and I want you to be in this world and like uh, so I'm like smiling at everybody on the street like hey and they're oh, like, like why is that crazy white woman smiling at me <laughs> this man and I had eyes because we were wearing face masks and I like he I mean i very expressive and I just like raised my eye like I just couldn't believe it and I feel like I regret not like saying something directly to that woman like hey that was like super rude of you I don't know what yeah. he did to be spoken to that way but it was it was just egregious like it was just not okay I don't care what color what time of night what happened he did absolutely nothing to deserve that bitchiness from yeah her. but in, in like your defense like what are you supposed to say like ma'am where are your manners you know like you know, we're not in kindergarten. Like, you're not, like, the manor police. You know, like, I, I just don't know, like, what and, you could have said to be, like... And we had... Again, I was wrong. Should have said something. We absolutely should have said something. There is no defense. But I just didn't even know what to anticipate from, like, her... The way she spoke, the way she acted. Like, was she nice to you guys then? Yeah, that was... That's why it was even worse. Yeah, Because then she was, like, extremely nice to us. And I was just like, you're a like, an asshole. Like, you're a terrible human being. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Although, he got her good when I was like, yes. (laughs) Because when he walked out of the elevator, so he ran the food up, came right back down, and we were still checking in, and he looked at her, and he's like, where are the doors again to leave? (laughs) (laughs) And she was, like, right there. Like, just nasty. And, like, you could tell he was laughing and just stared her down. And I was like... That is so disappointing. She was just, it was ugly. It that's was disappointing ugly. in humanity. Like, I, I'm not a, you know, that just, that's that sucks to hear. And that sucks that it happened um, when you guys were starting your trip because it, it, it really Honestly, we would never stay there again because yeah. of that. Like, the rooms could have been um, absolutely amazing and they were, they were okay. So did you get a response from your review? Because sometimes don't... people respond to the, like, the managers of the companies will respond. Yeah, it wasn't to my account, so I'll have to check with my friend to see if they responded or not but it was just extremely uncomfortable so anyways that was saint paul i'm dragging this on sorry not sorry (laughs) um i want to tell you all about my trip i know keep going so then yeah we drove up to duluth and it's absolutely beautiful like lake superior is absolute i mean i know it's huge it's a great lake but like it's just like almost incomprehensible when you see like ocean liners on this lake. I know. Isn't it wild? Yeah. I've never been to, crazy. to Lake Superior, but I've been to Lake Erie. I believe that's the one. Um, so, I mean, like, you go there and you think, like, well, it's just a lake. Like, in right. Nebraska, we have, like, these cutesy little lakes. And, it's, and like, it's like, no. Like, you can't see the other side. No. Yeah. 
So it, um, that was cool. It was a little foggy, very cold, like did not pack for the weather. We had to go buy Patagonias to wear around. Oh, hey. Yeah, we, we, we was being bozy. Well, because you're in Duluth. You yeah, can't we just go to, to like Walmart and get yeah, a Yeah, we were not off. going to Target and getting a fleece. We went and invested <laughs> in some gear, you know? Oh. Um, so yeah, we got up there Friday. We went to a couple of breweries. Highly recommend if you're up there going to Bent Paddle. Like super cool inside, really good beer. Um, we went to Vabeni. It's an Italian restaurant right on the uh, shore. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, you can check out or could have checked out my pictures. I had yeah. a really nice Aperol spritz Maybe you there. should save it to your highlights. Maybe you should create a Duluth highlight. I will. I will do that. So because I actually know of two people going to Duluth in the next few weeks. So I will because that was a great place to get a drink and an appetizer. Um, we stayed at uh, Pier, I think it was called Pier B, but it was like they had fire pit. It's right on. That was the hotel you stayed at? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's like more of a resort, but um, they call it a resort. It's yeah. not a hotel. Um, fire pits like right I on there, like pit. right along the, the water, hot tub, pool, like everything. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice. It, it, I found it bizarre and we were very confused because there's like a downtown of Duluth. There's a lot of vacant buildings, like a little rundown there. It was just kind of surprising to us. And then the further you got down to, to the water is a little bit more touristy. Like it's, there's a lot more going on. People move in hotels down there, a caribou coffee cause they love that. Yeah. And then the bridge that lifts up, um, and so what we learned was is that the shoreline used to be against the old part of downtown and it has like moved, receded but the opposite of receded oh so well if, so they they've like built up the shoreline to oh. extend further out okay. so then the newer part obviously is what's closest to the water and more like happen if you will so um God, that interaction that we just had there yeah we were like, like so stupid we were like receded no what's that <laughs> word i don't know anyways uh so yeah did all of that uh friday and then saturday drove up to two harbors minnesota which is like an hour-ish north absolutely go um check out oh god what's the name of it it's not Julie's, but it's like uh, Julia's or something. Okay. But it's like this mom and pop shop. They have really great breakfast burritos. So go there and then go. We went and saw like the lighthouses and there's a state park with like these waterfalls and cliffs and stuff. So we did like a little hiking. And then we kept going up the shoreline, which is super pretty. We had foggy weather the whole weekend, so we couldn't see it a ton. But it ended up in Grand Marais, Minnesota, which is super cute, super worth it. Um just like a little harbor town and mm -hmm. we stopped at a bunch of breweries on like throughout the day we'd yeah. stop and have a have a drink we were not drunk driving it was like you know just a 12 hours so okay know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they were like three breweries in one day so <laughs> stopped every 10 minutes and got a beer yeah n not that many so um, did you guys go back to Duluth or did you say yes okay no so we went up to Grand Marais and 
biggest regret was not eating at um, the Fisherman's Daughter restaurant. Ooh, like, that sounds delicious. Yeah, biggest mistake ever. Um, but we did go to a brewery up in Grand Marais. It was just really cute. Lots of people moving around. Very much a harbor town. It's like 60 miles from the Canadian border. And then we made it back down to Duluth. And then we ate at OMC Smokehouse that night. Freaking phenomenal. Yeah. Like, so, so good. Um, and then on Sunday, we ventured back home. And we stopped in St. Paul again. Hit up more breweries on the way back. But um, there was... I'll post it on my my highlights, if you will. But there was a really cool place in uh, St. Paul that had, like, a bunch of, like, markets. And it was all in one old building. And then they had everything that had a lot of outdoor seating. You had to wear masks. Like, they tracked you. You had to give them your phone number. Like, I felt very, like, socially distanced. Yeah. And safe the whole time. But anyways, amazing food at this barbecue place. We had a lot of barbecue. It was yeah. great. That sounds so, delicious. Yeah, it was like a fun, it was a fun, great getaway. Yeah. No, that sounds really good. I'm excited. So do you guys think you'll go back? Some, like, I would again? definitely go back. And I actually thought that this Pier B resort would be great for families. Oh, really? It was super family friendly, but I didn't feel like bombarded with kids or anything. Yeah. Um, super easy to get around. They had like you could rent like pedal, like little pedal cars. Like you could rent boats there if you wanted to. It's literally there's boats docked up. Yeah. I mean, right. I, it was it was cool. It would be. I know a lot of people go up to like South Dakota or to Colorado, um, even up to like the Wisconsin Dells to get away with their family. But Duluth would be um, a great close enough trip to do that so are you like letting me know so for my next year's family vacation we don't kill each other and go on, something fun? honest to god like you guys should check it out yeah. because there was plenty to do um well honestly once you told me like how close Duluth was to um Omaha mm-hmm. or but to us mm-hmm. I was like that, that's not that bad, bad of a drive I mean again if you even if you left on like a Wednesday or Thursday first thing in the morning you'd be there by dinner I could do all day Friday and Saturday yeah you know you could spend a whole day in Duluth or just like hanging out by the water uh admittedly Lake Superior is not one that I'd like want to take a boat out on or go swimming it's extremely choppy water from what I could see yeah um it's cold water but there's plenty of hiking like all within a really reasonable driving distance so that sounds like a lot great. of fun I'm it was so really glad that pretty. you guys got to get out and get away yeah I was loving your highlights or your stories on from Instagram and honestly yeah. on Sunday I seen you guys come back with like but stop at breweries. I was like, yes. is this bitch ever coming home? <laughs> no, I really didn't want to come home. I got home super late Sunday night and I was like, I was suffering a little bit Monday, but this week, I mean, I had yeah. a super busy week last week, so um, it was fine. And of course, like when I'm away and not at work and it's like work hours, I don't fully relax. Yeah. So I'm really trying to work hard and get ahead now because I'm taking like a 10-day vacation. I'm so excited about your vacation. <laughs> Less than a month now. We're officially one month away. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm just like, shit. Yeah. I know. We're um actually going out of town that same weekend. Well, the second weekend you guys will be out of town too. So I mean, like, I'm excited to like get out and, Oh, you know. is it you just like got to hanker in to get the hell out? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But at, when you said earlier that, like, you felt safe and everything was socially distanced when you guys were eating, it made me, like, a little sad because, like, part of, like, the fun of, like, going out to eat is just, like, the hustle and the bustle and, like, you know, like. <laughs> I didn't, and I 100% agree, 
I will say the big thing that we noticed is like wait times were a lot more for restaurants. Yeah. Like reservations were everything. So it's kind of like making us think ahead um, for the upcoming trip. But I mean, it's, it is sad, but it's also like, after like a couple of hours of doing it it's very normal like we wore a like we wore a mask the whole time but was it like that weird no because everybody like you had to wear a mask you had no choice once you got to your table you could take it off and it felt totally normal yeah and of course maybe had we been in these restaurants pre-covid-19 we would be like oh my god this is so weird but it it was a new place so it didn't feel weird to us yeah. If that makes sense. No, definitely. Definitely. So. Well, it sounds like you guys had a great time. Yeah, I'm it was so great. excited. Tell me about your week. Um, So, not a lot happened. Now that I've spent like 15 minutes talking about myself. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just thinking that I did that like, what, like two episodes ago? So, it's your turn. It's my turn. Um, <laughs> I went, on Friday, I went down to Omaha. I had to return a dress that, um, so my brother-in-law is getting married next weekend, so over Labor Day. God, that is coming so soon. Yes. And I bought a dress online, and I got it in. And Michael, I showed him a picture of it before I even came in, and he hated it. And I could tell. And then uh, came in, and I tried it on, and I looked like a busted can of biscuits in it. You said that, but I don't believe well, you. Well, it's like, it had like, it was like a short sleeve, but it was like, a, had a pencil skirt. Mm. And I just didn't get the right size. And it buttoned down the front. Eh. So, I mean, like, it was, and so I went and I showed Michael, and I'm like, what do you think? And he's like, well, what do you think? I said, well, I asked you first. And he said, it's fine. And I said, you a-hole. You were going to let me leave this house looking like a busted can of biscuits. Like, my butt doesn't fit in this dress, and you're going to be like, it's fine. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to be walking next to you the whole time, boo-boo. <laughs> so tell me the truth. I will never forget <laughs> that when my friend Trista, who's been on this podcast for when she got married, um, I'd ordered the dress and then, like, I gained a couple pounds. And so it was super tight. So I, un- like, after everything was said and done, we're at the dance, I unzipped the back. And I said, Michael, is it super noticeable that my dress is unzipped? He's like, no, it's fine. Not two minutes later, her aunt comes up to me. She like, I'm sorry, sweetie. Um, your dress is unzipped, and I was like, I know. And I and you you just look at Michael, and you're like, God damn it. Yeah, and she's like, my daughter came up to me, and she's like, How do I tell that lady her dress is unzipped? And I was just like, Michael, you son of a bitch. So I had I put a coat on, and then like when it got to be like 11 p.m., I just went and changed. Yeah. And I was just like, and then I stayed until like you know it was done. But I was just like, I was so uncomfortable because I had gained a bunch of weight right before Trista's wedding. Anyway. It's not about the besides point. So Friday, mm-hmm. I had to go to Omaha to return this dress yes. because the store is only in Omaha. Um, so I went to a million different places in Omaha to find a dress, and I did not find one thing. Did you go to Von Maurer? I went to I went to Von Maurer in Omaha, and then I had um I, I was there Thursday. I got some new sneaks. I got some new Nikes. Ooh, hey, they did. The problem I have with Von Mar and a lot of department stores is, like, I am too old to be shopping in juniors. Yeah. I am too young to be shopping in dresses. And I'm... The contemporary is a little bit too... Like, boho is really in right now. And I am a very boho person. Mm-hmm. But, like, for this wedding, I was like, nothing in the contemporary section was, like, my vibe. Yeah, I feel that. I yeah. feel that. So, I mean, like, I'm just, like, in a weird age right now. Like, I don't want to be, you know, dressing... You don't like... want to be too old, but you don't want to be too young yeah. either. Yeah, I'm with you. I so, you. um, I went to, like, a bunch, like, all over Omaha. And oh. I about had a nervous breakdown at, like, mall number seven. Oh, shit. You know? And, um... So then I go into this one store. This is the last place I went to in Omaha. And it was it, it was a chain store. I won't call them out. But it was a chain store in one of the malls in Omaha. And 
um, the ladies in there, I was the only customer, the ladies were in there, they said, can we help you find anything? I was like, I'm just looking, and they were chatting to each other, and then, um, they said something, and I was like, oh, well, I ha- I'm looking for a dress for my, for a wedding, and, um, they're like, oh, I have the perfect one for you, it's this one, and it was like a brown snakeskin print spaghetti strap dress, and I was like, it's a beautiful dress, but number one, personally, I didn't say this part, but in my head, I'm thinking, I, I don't wear animal print. Like, that's just not my thing. Snake skin is a, I mean, cheetah's a neutral. Yeah. You know, lep- that leopard cheetah is a neutral in my book. Mm-hmm. But, like, you start getting in that snake skin. Yeah, like, and I believe I'll, it belongs on a shoe. Okay? I, yeah, I was like, I'll wear a faux snake skin shoe, but, like, I'm not into animal print. It's just never been my thing, and no hate, no shade to people that actually, like, wear it. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Carol Baskin yourself all day long. I, I don't am. care. Girl, I got you, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> But it's not my thing. And then it was, so I'm just like, oh, I just don't know if that print is, like, appropriate for this wedding. It's my, you know, my in-laws. I feel like they should have asked you, like, what, is it an outdoor wedding, an indoor wedding? Like, what type of venue is it? Like, all of that matters. Yeah, and then I said, and plus I'm looking for something with sleeves. And she was like, oh, why? And I said, I just feel like my arms look nicer in pictures when I have a sleeve. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you girls. And rolled her eyes at me. And I was like, hey, bitch. Sorry, where was this? <laughs> it was Call them out. I don't get it. It was shit. White House Black Market. Oh, gross. Yeah. And it's not like I shop there anyway. Because, again, that to I'm, me is like my, is yeah. an older woman's store. Like, no offense to anybody. My mother-in-law shops there and she looks great when she does. But, like, it's, you know, I'm like. I'm, they, they have nice stuff. It's yeah. just not always my go-to. I'm like grasping at straws here. If I'm at White House Black Market, like, I'm like, <laughs> someone's got to give me something, you know. She rolled her eyes at yes. you. Yes. And I was just like, okay, bitch, I got to go. Because whether, I never said my arms the were The lady fat. at Hyatt called and y'all are besties. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, I never once said like, oh, my arms are my problem area. I've got fat arms. You're just, just saying I prefer the way I look in sleeves. Yeah. And I was like, I think I did not think that was out of line or inappropriate. I was no. Like, how is it any different to be like, oh, I like a low V-neck or I like a deep V or I like a sweetheart neckline. Yeah. I was like, so anyway, I was so annoyed. So that was, but, but so... That was all in Omaha, but I had to still go to Lincoln on Friday because my friend from oh, high school shit. was getting, was having a bridal shower. So I, um, I'm like, okay, whatever. I've been in Omaha all morning and afternoon. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to go to Lincoln, hit up there. I have time to hit up like one place before I have to go to this bridal shower. Where would you pick? Um, I actually, there's a, there is a boutique down by, um, Union College and it is called Select Style, I believe. And okay. it's, like, super high-end. Okay. Um, And it's right next to Goldenrod Pastries. Mm. And um, so I went in there, and I found a dress that I did like, but it just did not look that good on me. So I was just like, whatever. Well, and I did find um, a dress. Like, when I – so when I went – when I was still in Oman, I returned that dress. I did find another dress that I tried on that I actually did like, but I sent it to, like, Brandy, and I sent it to a couple other people – and the reviews were mixed. Um, I my did send it to my husband, and he never responded. And I so I called him, and I said, did you get my text message? And he's like, well, I got a photo. And I said, yeah, what did you think? He's like, I just don't really like you in orange. I was what? like, wow, Michael, you your opinion on colors is starting to really piss me off. Yeah, like, do you like it? Do you like color? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I By the way, I and I told you this, I really like that dress. I just didn't get it for the wedding. Yeah. Then, yeah, and it was like, it was long, it was a maxi dress, long sleeve, and it was also had like a high neckline. So it, it was real cute. Yeah, but it was very, to me, I thought like it probably was gonna be too hot for that day anyway. Yeah. Another friend of mine pointed out like, hey, like, 
for family pictures, like, you don't want to stand out. So maybe you should find something a little bit more neutral. Yeah. Which I totally agreed with. So anyway, left Omaha, left Lincoln, no dress. No. And then, like, I had, like, I wasted an entire day. Yeah, I don't want to say wasted because, like, it's, like, whatever. But, like, an entire day switched But it's, like, it's not, dress. like, an enjoyable shopping experience. It was hot. Yeah. It was super hot. And, again, had to wear a face mask the entire time. Yeah. And... You know, it's just like, and, and the face masks don't bother me. That's not the thing. But I was hot and I was irritable, and then I'm breathing in my own hot air. So I was just like, you your know, your own breath. Yes. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that was that. I went to this bridal shower for my friend Gianna, who we I mentioned on the podcast before because she's getting married, um, in India. And oh, this, that's oh, fun. yes. Um, I was like trying to like slide in the bitch. And how do I get an invitation to this? Yeah. How but, did you ask? Um. Well, I actually never did because we were. Um. She had. Her bridal shower at this like home decor place in Lincoln, and it what? was um it was called the Loft by Lee Designs or something. Oh, I think I know. It's yeah. again by Union College, yep. and it this place was beautiful. Like they have like it was like an old house that they converted into a store, and then like each room has like a different theme, and it was so beautiful. Oh, that's cool. Oh, it was honestly amazing if you guys are in there go check it out it's amazing um but they just started doing these things where they do they would uh, this was the very first one but they were where they would host a bridal shower and then like the guests could like give money to her for jana to buy something for the bride to buy something oh okay um, from their store yes and obviously you can also give the bride a gift i mean like you could do whatever from there or that you had i brought like bring we, a bunch of people had brought gifts i don't think that like we all grasped the fact that like we could Give her, I mean, I just gave her money in a card. Right. But like, you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, it was, so it was a lot of fun. It was a lot, a lot of fun to see. Because, oh, like, I, I don't get to see her very often. She lives down in Lincoln, and I live here, and. So she, I guess I was under the impression she lived in India. No, no, no. She, her, um, her future husband is, they met while he was going to, co- getting his master's degree at SDSU in Brookings. Oh. And I'm just, ever since I married Michael, I feel like SDSU is, like, everywhere. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, so he is actually from India, um, but they met, um, and now they're getting married. Oh, how cool. Yes. So anyway, that was that. That was fun. That was, like, really the highlight of my weekend. The other thing that's been going on for, like, the last... Sorry, so still no dress. Oh, no, no, still no dress. Fuck. Sorry. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I guess here's the thing. So Saturday, my sister and my niece came over, and they're like, "You know, I have rent the runway." Well, here's a another fun thing I forgot to mention is so I'm calling Michael, and I was like, "I'm leaving Omaha, and I'm so pissed because I have no dress." And he, and this motherfucker has the audacity to say, "You don't have anything in your closet you can oh, wear." Oh, don't even come at me with that, Michael. And I was like, Michael, if this was like your cousin's wedding or like my friend fucking Joe Blow's wedding. Yeah, like, I'd totally grab a maxi out of there and rock it. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, don't you feel like maybe for, like, a family wedding I should have something, like, that's not... Well, like, a family wedding that, like, not to, like, make you feel weird, but, like, from what I understand, everybody, everybody is in the wedding. Well, yeah, like, so, um, like, my husband's in the wedding. Yeah, and like, then, you're, like, like, a date to somebody in the wedding Yeah, party. yeah. Like, you kind of have to, like... Step it yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, like, do you bit. want me to just go and, like, last... Jean shorts? Yeah, I mean, like, I Because could... she'll do it, Michael. I'll put my overalls on. She will. <laughs> With them shit boots. So, I had actually ordered a couple things from Zara a couple weeks ago. Oh, I love Zara. And um, I ordered had ordered two dresses, and I didn't... I didn't... I tried them on, and they weren't, like, my thing. Um, one was just, like, a super simple black midi dress so it had like it didn't have sleeves so it had like straps you know sleeveless straps or whatever okay um 
And the other one was like a blue floral dress. It had short sleeves, but it was like really short. Oh. Like it's a lot shorter than I wanted it to be, you yeah. know? So I was trying to return those two things. So my sister comes over and she says, okay, like, do you have anything that in your closet? I was like, hey, bitch, have you been talking to Michael? Yeah, like, what, you guys hang out? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I do have these two dresses I've been trying to return to Zara, so I'll try them on and see. And so they both, my sister and my niece, both like this black midi dress. It's very, like, it's a very, just like a a common, like a very, like a timeless silhouette. So yeah, it's I like kind of like that. Yeah. Thought. Yeah. And so I'm just, but t- it was just, it's kind of tight. You guys have been gaining a couple pounds. Haven't we all? Uh, and so, um, I was just like, I could wear this and I would be fine and it doesn't look horrible, but I just, it's tight. So I would be kind you of uncomfortable. You don't feel like a hundred percent. Yeah. But I'm just like, whatever this, I'll keep it. It's last resort. If I have to wear it, I have to wear it. Right. And even the other dress, he said it looks good, but we just like the black one better. Okay. And then I showed it to Michael. He's like, you're going to wear black? Oh my God, Michael. What color do you want her to wear? What color? Blue. White, white is out. He wants me to wear blue. He thinks I look good in blue. His favorite color is blue. If I wore blue every single day, Michael wouldn't have a nonstop boner. Wow. Okay, Michael. Yeah. Okay, word. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have this as an option. And I was still looking. And I did find one more dress that I just ordered yesterday. And it's blue. From where? Nordstrom. Oh, nice. And nice. it's just, it's a pretty simple blue, it has sleeves, it's like a midi length, and it's got a deep V, so we'll see if it looks good when it comes in. But if I'm not, I'm wearing it. this black fucking midi dress, like I mean, I'm going to their funeral. If all else fails, I do have like this like very bold blue necklace that you could wear with a black. Okay. So just throwing that out there. Yeah, I was just like, I'm It's gonna... like golden blue and very... I'll have to hit you It's a statement piece. I was like so annoyed with him. Yeah, not, not into that, Michael. Yeah, honestly, and that's really all. That's really all. I was going to talk that's about how Yellowstone is over, but, you know, it just makes me sad, so. <laughs> well, let me tell you about our drink of the week oh, that I've yes. almost consumed all of I it. I know, me too. Um, so we're drinking rainbow sorbet mimosas, if you will. And I, I just made this up, so. <laughs> honestly, it's delicious. Um, I had some uh, sherbet or sorbet, whatever you want to call it. I really yeah. don't know the difference, if I'm being honest. I don't know either. Is there a difference? I'm not, I think there is, but it, I, and I looked it up once, but I, anyways. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, like, but back in the day, if you went to, like, a bridal shower or a baby shower, they would take, like, orange sherbet ice cream or, like, raspberry sherbet ice cream, and there'd be, like, ginger ale and Sprite in it, and yeah. it was the best freaking yeah. punch ever. Yeah, Like, definitely. what happened to punch bowls? I mean, I know it's, there's COVID-19, <laughs> but I love a good punch bowl with I a know. ladle. I know. Very chic. Like, very chic. Anyway, so this is essentially that with a little booze. So I just put a couple of scoops of the rainbow sorbet and topped it with champagne. There's honestly, no it's other, delicious. It, it really, it's honestly super refreshing. Yeah, well, I, I would recommend that you wait, either mix it with a spoon, like stir it with a spoon or wait for the, the sherbet to melt a little bit because so it comes a little bit more frothy because I think that the, the first drink we had was very champagne-y. Yes, but, but it, if you, it's like orange julius-y. Yes. Julius-y. Yeah, yeah, it's super good. And you can definitely make it non-alcoholic with like a sparkling water or something. Water or even Sprite or whatever. Yeah, or like a sparkling grape juice. Like, you know, like when you were a kid, you get those. Okay, so let's dive into this week's current events, which we're starting off this week on a little bit of a somber note. Yeah, Because I will never, ever, ever, ever understand what the hell is going on in this world. Another black man has been shot in Wisconsin. Luckily, this man is still alive, but his name is Jacob Blake, 
and he was shot in the back seven times by a police officer in, we try to look at this up, I, we believe it's Kenosha, Wisconsin. In in front of his children. In front of three of his children. Like, but I, I don't understand. I was going to say I understand. Seven times? Seven. Not once. Not once to be like, hey, stop. It's, and number two, and, and if you've seen this video, which I have, and it's so heartbreaking, the this police officer has this gentleman by his tank top, and sh- so he's got one hand on the tank top, one hand on his gun, shoots him seven times. Like, not once do, are you thinking, like, one, okay, two, okay, three, okay, oh, we just need to keep going. Like, what makes seven. your finger pull the trigger seven times? Like, in my opinion, because I, I am a person that has... You know, I have a military background. I've been taught throughout my military career how to handle weapons safely. In my opinion, this guy has some serious anger issues because if you have the mental capacity to pull that trigger seven times, you're not thinking straight anymore. I would agree. So anyway, we did want to just recognize Jacob Blake and say his name and say that we are appalled by these actions that are still happening in this world and that there, you know, we hope that some sort of justice does come forward um, for Jacob and his family. And I, we hope that his children get the mental health care that they will need in the future for witnessing that traumatic experience. Absolutely. And also, uh, we just want to give a special shout out to Brianna Taylor, whose uh, killers are still, you know, just living, living their best life. Yep. Yep. Anyway, on a less serious note, uh, well, speaking of my, I'm going to, I'm going to actually jump to another serious topic, um, or just like a somber, uh, topic. So Larry King, which I think everybody knows who Larry King is, and I was not aware of this, but he, he has lost two of his grown, like adult children, um, like within a month of each other. And I just, it is super tragic and, uh, it, it, it just awful. Yeah, so his son died of um of a heart attack unexpectedly. Yes, like unexpectedly. And then less than a month later his daughter died of cancer. And and she had like just recently been diagnosed from what I understand. Yes. But just I just find it awful. Um I so uh, I guess fun fact if you will. I look I saw this on the news like earlier this week and I looked him up and cuz I always like to wikipedia people when they're in the news like what what's their situation? Larry King's been married like 9 times. He's got like a slew of children. I was just like, "Larry, like at what point are you not just like we don't have to be legally married, but you'll just be my partner. Like you'll just be my girlfriend." Yeah, I think probably after the th- like when you're hidden into that third partnership, i.e. third marriage, you probably need to bump those brakes and be like, "Hey, probably yeah. Probably not. Yeah, definitely. Um anyway, so Larry King, sorry sorry about your kids. That that's an awful Yeah, we that is super sad and just wanted to, you know, raise awareness. Yeah. Um, so on a less Yeah, this is a less somber. Uh Carol Baskins in the news again and I just love it. Yes. So she's apparently in the talks. I guess I haven't checked on an update today. I haven't checked on an update either. Um, but she, Dancing with the Stars, is in talks with Carol Baskins to appear. Could you believe? I oh, mean, Carol I Baskin. would literally watch that train wreck. I am, I just got it. I'm so over Carol Baskin. Not, I mean, personally, not a fan. <laughs> Oh, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm Googling it to see. I get. I guess Kate McKinnon is going to star as Carol Baskin um, on SNL. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, um, we'll see if that, if she makes the cut for old Dancing with the Stars. And I wonder how her fucking, I don't know what, her cha-cha, 
how her cha-cha is or her pasa doble. Yeah, what? <laughs> Are those the Dancer with the Stars dances? I think so. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't pasa... Pasa doble? Toble. I was going to say roble. It's hey, whatever. Okay. Teach your own. Um, so let's get into this week's topic. Yeah, so we have kind of... I think it's a fun little topic <laughs> for everybody. We're talking about, you know, just ridiculous childhood lies that we believed so i had and and traumatic events (laughs) i had seen like an article on buzzfeed or something about this a while ago about like things that like people just realized as adults were lies as they like as children like but they're just now realizing it yeah and i was just like that's hilarious like damn that's hilarious you've go you've gone your whole entire life thinking that like something's real only to realize like that's not true. I think we talked about this on the podcast a while ago. This is like a very serious one, like not a funny one, but where this um guy wanted to sue his parents because his entire life he was told that he was like allergic to everything, like everything. <laughs> like you know, he couldn't eat chocolate, he couldn't eat candy because he was like, you know, oh that's cruel. So like he literally had to like live like a pretty much a vegan lifestyle his entire life until something happened when he turned nineteen and like his mom like had to let like the cat out of the bag. And be like, you're not allergic to actually uh. anything. We just didn't want you to grow up to be like a fat fuck. Oh my god. Yeah. That's extreme. That's yeah. extreme parenting. Could you imagine? He said the first time he had a cheeseburger, he cried because it was so delicious. I mean, same. Because he'd never had gluten before. That's just, that's so rigid and extreme. It's nuts. I actually know a person that, I don't know if they still are like this, but they have a kid and they have never given her candy because they don't. And their reasoning is because they do not want her to be fat. Here's the thing. And I, like, can respect that. And I'm all about, like, trying to limit the sugar intake. Like, I think we know a lot more now about that type of thing than what our parents did. Because yeah. we were really a generation that was exposed to some of those prepackaged foods that, you know, we weren't, like, coached to read labels and check the you know calories and the sugars and all of that stuff and things were packaged to look healthy and and convenient and we were that generation yeah Um, but we know so much more now I doubt our parents would be buying us like you know diet soda because it said no calories yeah like I will never forget when I was at marine combat training um after boot camp we did two weeks out in the field, so all we ate for two weeks was MREs, and I had no idea that, like, each MRE, MRE package was, like, 8,000 calories. That's insane. And they'd give us three a day. Ugh. And we were not burning 24,000 calories no, a day. No, that's, like, extreme. Yeah, so we all came out of MCT, like, super, super fat. You know, we had just spent 13 weeks at boot camp, like, and we lost a ton of weight, and then right. we get out of MCT, and, like, we've gained it plus some, you know, like, oh it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. Like, no one told us, like, hey, like, don't eat everything in this package. Like, just eat what you need. Yeah. It yeah. was nuts. So, yeah. yeah. Um, But anyway, so that all th- got us thinking about, like, the things that, like, our own parents told us. Plus, Which, in all fairness, not things that we probably believed until we were, like, adults. Like, yeah. we figured about a little bit sooner than that. But just ridiculous childhood stories. There's one that I forgot to write on here, so I want to say it before I forget. But it wasn't my parents that told me this. It was a friend of mine. This was, like... It was, I was really young, so it was 1999, because it was, like, when Y2K. 1999. <laughs> it was, like, when Y2K was, like, a thing. So I think I was, like, in the sixth-ish grade or something yeah, like that. And she told me, and I was, like, I asked her, like, well, what's Y2K? And she says, when the year 2000 hits, 
men in red jackets are going to come storming through Main Street and take us all. And I was... Wait, who told you that? A friend of mine. And I was... Did she believe that? I have no idea. She believed that. But I did. And I was terrified. So did she. And I was absolutely terrified for like an entire year thinking that like we only have like one year left to live and men in red coats are going to come and take us. Holy shit. Yes. I I just thought computers were going to shut down. We were going to be without electricity for a little bit. Nope. Well, and then um, there's a book called Educated by Tara Westover. And she grew up like in uh, Idaho and like super Mormon. Like her her dad was like a doomsdayer. And in her book, she writes about Y2K and like how they prepared for it. Where like, Like they like were burying food in the backyards so they would have it after like the world ended. You know? Oh, my God. I know. Y2K was like... That was a wild ride. It honestly was. Almost like COVID-19. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Anyway, um, one that, another one that my mom told me. So when we were growing up, we were never, ever allowed to watch Barney. Did you ever watch Barney? Um, I was a little too old. My sister was like that generation of like, like the Barney kids. And so I watched it because. Because it was on, because she was obsessed with it. Yeah. She, lo- she loved Barney. Yeah, so my mom told me Barney was the devil, and that's why we couldn't watch it. What? Yes. And you were like... Honestly, I don't know if, like, those... She, yeah, she definitely said that to me at one point, because that's like, I remember. And I would even ask her to this day, I said, Mom, why can we watch Barney? Her reason was, she didn't like it. She thought it was stupid. So she, like, told us it was the devil. Well, so it's, that not, we could... it's not for you. <laughs> but to be honest, if I had a child when Teletubbies were all the rage... Same. I would have said that yeah, was the devil, 100%. too. Like, Turns out, weren't they kind of the devil? I mean, they're... I just... Anyway. Yeah. That's, okay. I don't have kids. And some okay. of the stuff I still see these kids watch, I was like, could not ever... <sighs> Ever. The thing I don't understand about kids is that they absolutely love to watch the same thing over and over and over and I over know. and over and over again. Yeah. It's so weird to me. It, Whenever I have, like, my nephews here babysitting them, and I always tell them, let's find something we've never seen before. Like, and so I always try to, like, get a new show. Yeah. Because I just, I, I can't. Yeah. I can't. I tried to introduce my nieces to, like, shows like from like movies from like when I was a kid oh yeah like I want to watch this so like let's let's watch yeah. this but it was so funny because when Saturday when my sister and my niece were over my niece who's 15 put on Hannah Montana the oh movie. my god that's fantastic <laughs> I know so Just, good. it is nice every once in a while to get like one like watch like an oldie yeah like, like that the, the Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen oh show. my god yes. so good yes so good <laughs> anyway what's the next one um Okay, so I think everyone as a child was, and I still believe this. I've never tried it, so I still to this day believe this, that if you pee in the pool, the water's going to turn colors. 100% believe this. Does um, it? Well, you think, you you look at me like you think I pee in the I pool. I feel like you might have peed in no, the pool. No, it doesn't do it. <laughs> so you know. Um, no, I, I really? always thought that too, that like. Why doesn't it? Because that's a great invention. Why has nobody invented that yet? I don't know. But like, honestly, it's so terrifying. I think it's just like the thought of peeing in the pool and then like a whole big, like dark blue spot. That's what I want to see. I want to be like, get away from Frank. <laughs> we got a pisser. The three foot section. Get out. Oh, that's hilarious. No, I I mean, I don't know. Maybe some, maybe some places do that. Oh. I've just seen it on movies. I mean, I'm probably going to invent that now because if it doesn't exist, it needs to be. Yeah. That's, that water's nasty. When you think of a public pool, Ugh. it really skeeps me out. And, like, people always say, well, it's got chlorine, so that kills all the germs. But, like, does but, it? Yeah, I don't know. 
I have no idea. Because you've seen cloudy pool water. We all have. And you're like, am I going to get in this? Yeah. It's like, does the pool have a UTI? Like, what's right. going on there? It, am I going to get a UTI <laughs> from this shit? I don't know. Am I? Uh, so another one that... I, okay, so when I was growing up, I had step-siblings. I had five step-siblings, and I had, and I, I'm the youngest, and, but, like, my step-siblings were quite a bit older than I was, and I had one stepsister, that had uh, three, actually, but the one of them used to always tell me that if I ate the watermelon seeds, I would grow a watermelon in my stomach, <gasps> and I believed her, and so, like, one time I accidentally ate, like, three seeds, and I cried and cried and cried. Oh, my God, how old were you? God, I don't know. Like elementary? Yeah, I was in elementary yeah. school. Yeah. Oh, sad. I know. That's really mean. It was super mean, that bitch. <laughs> one time. Watermelon eating bitch. One time my dad and stepmom went out someplace, so like we were all just at home. Like, so there are five. She, my stepmom had five kids and, you know, my dad has three. So all eight it was of us. like were, the freaking Brady Bunch. Yeah. So all eight of, us, eight of us were home and they, my stepbrothers duct taped my brother to the closet door. Oh. <gasps> They were awful. Oh, yeah, they were. They were, uh, to be honest, they we had a good, a lot of fun or whatever, but, like, and Anthony did, was, like, okay with that. Like, we, but then I remember um, one time my stepbrother was, like, swinging his arms around or whatever and smacked me in the face in an accident <gasps> and, like, chipped one of my teeth. Oh, my God. Yeah. And your parents were, like, the horse in around has to stop. Well, I told them and they didn't believe me because it was, like, the back of my tooth. And then... They're like, what's this then? Well, then when I... So, like, years, like, a decade went by and I went, you know, when I went to the Marine Corps, I was dicking around one time with, like, a friend of mine, like, just, like, you know, being crazy and messing around. around. Yeah, just dicking around. And, um, (laughs) I... My jaw got hit and so my my bottom teeth hit my top teeth and it... And it actually chipped that tooth. That Again? My, yeah. So, like, but this time it was noticeable. So I had to go to, like, the dentist oh, the next day and be shit. like, hey, we got to do something about this because I don't want to look like a hillbilly. Yeah, no. And all I wanted to do was call my stepbrother and be like, I fucking told you. You chipped like, my tooth. You're like, so funny story. Yeah. Chip <laughs> my tooth, a-hole. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, this is one that I was told a lot was that drink, we always wanted to try, like, my brother's sister, I and I always wanted to try coffee. Yeah. Um, and, but we were always told that it would stunt our growth. But, like, why would parents tell us? Is it because of the caffeine? I wonder if they just didn't want us to have caffeine. But my grandma, Betty, would always, um, she'd let us drink hot water, which is really gross now that yeah. I think about it. She would pour herself a cup of coffee and then would pour us hot water in coffee mugs and we thought we were so chic and fancy sitting at her kitchen table drinking i say that's so cute with her i was actually thinking today so today is my aunt regina's 84th birthday so she's my great aunt she's a nun she lives in um a care home in kentucky with like the rest of her nun friends and on her um message today it says you know sister regina loves drinking coffee and every time that like I sit down and drink my coffee, I always think of like my of sister Regina because like Aww. that was just like something that like you know my grandma loved to drink coffee when we go spend time with like my grandma and her sisters they'd all sit sit down and drink coffee. The last time I seen sister Regina, we all went out to eat and she was like, "Do you guys?" We went to um, Pickleman's down in Lincoln. Like oh, she nice. she yeah. wanted to go out to eat with my sister and I, and so we're at Pickleman's, which if you don't know what that is, it's just like a sandwich place, and she, it's like noon and she's like do you guys have coffee and I was like sister it's noon and it's like 80 degrees outside why are you drinking coffee but now like that's me yeah it doesn't matter how hot it is outside doesn't matter what time of day it is I'm always drinking coffee coffee. oh yeah like so like I think that's fun that your grandma did that with you guys because like it just like has like that fun memory of like just drinking coffee she didn't let us smoke her cigarettes but (laughs) 
<laughs> Did you have candy cigarettes? Did your parents ever buy those for yes, you? Yes, love those. Could you candy cigarettes and then like the beef jerky that came in like a chew can? Oh yeah, it was so like, good. What the hell? So good. Who created those? You know, there was this kid in my hometown who, like, as a young kid, like I'm talking six, seven years old, would take a couple bucks, ride his bike down to the grocery store, and it was a well-known fact that he would go in and buy the candy cigarettes and like shove them in his uh shirt sleeve and like right like put one in his mouth and write <laughs> off like he was like this badass bitch like he's like a uh, greaser from like 1950s yeah with his like training wheels like on the daily would Is go he, like, do that Danny Zuko from pretty much i mean <laughs> we would... have like his comb in his pocket too. <laughs> no i mean it wasn't like that but like literally in retrospect the most ridiculous slash hilarious thing ever that is amazing we, and we'd still joke around that is that. awesome honestly um so i'm gonna tell you just a fun quick story i was okay. going to walk the trail yesterday and there's a nun who lives like a block and a half from me and i was like walking by and she asked if she could like you know bug me for a favor and i was like oh lord <laughs> oh, you're talking to the Lord as you're talking to the yeah. sister? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, because I was listening to a very vulgar podcast called Call Her Daddy, which uh, we've talked about before. Yeah, we but love it's Call like, Her Daddy Girls. Girl pretty, now. Yeah, girl, but it's it's pretty vulgar. Yeah. So I'm listening to it as I walk up to this nun, and I'm like, turn that down. You're like trying to do your, your and, confession before you get there. I'm yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. I was like, Lord Jesus, take the wheel here, because <laughs> I am about to burst into flames. Um, But she asked me to take, like, her trash out and then I had to go get her mail and then take some more trash out to the wow ma'am yeah she was she you know she's older and she told me she was just so you know like she used the word crippled that's not my word that she just had a very hard time getting the that was really nice of you but you'd think that somebody around here like the church would uh, be like hey let's make sure our nuns are being taken care of like I was like well she probably doesn't text but I almost like was like you know you can just text me I just literally live a block and a half away I'll come take your Yeah, you better be checking in on her now. Well, I felt horrible. But anyway, she told me that God reached down and put wings of an angel on me yesterday. Wow. Yeah, yesterday. And I was like, thank you so much for saying that. You're like, I I needed that because I've been awful naughty lately. Yeah, I was like, there's (laughs) there's devil tail back there. Uh, well, that was nice of you. But it was so sweet. Made it my is whole sweet. day. It, it is made sweet. my whole day. I remember, not to get into like a super religious podcast now, but I remember... The, um, when I was talking to Sister Gina, my aunt, and um, it's always so weird for me, too, by the way, because we've always called sister, sister. Sister. I know. I noticed yeah, that but you said that. She, but she's my aunt. Right. But, you know, whatever. Um, but I was always like, sister, why aren't there, like, any more nuns lately? You know, like, anymore? Like, she's like, well, because, like, less people are, like, joining the convent. And I was like, ah. Like, like this light bulb went off. Yeah. You know, like, but, so, I don't know. I just, it, it's. You just don't see him. Maybe around here as much either. You know? Right, yeah. Anyway, that's your religious update for the week, yeah, guys. You're just welcome. Oh, keeping shit, sorry. Keep hitting my Lord. microphone also, so my bad. Um. Okay, so the next one that my mom has told me on multiple occasions, and I did not realize that this was not a thing until, I'm not kidding you, I was probably at least a teenager or early 20s, because both of my grandparents lived on a farm. Oh, God. My mom would tell me anytime a cat would leave our house that he went to go live on the farm. What did that really mean? Uh, apparently, it wasn't they went to go live with Grandma and Grandpa, because <laughs> I, I distinctly remember also like going to Grandma and Grandpa's afterwards and be like, where's Blackie? Sorry, that's awful, you guys. I had a black cat named Blackie. Yeah, I, now yeah. I feel like a racist. But yes. I, if it, in my defense, I had a brown cat named him Brownie. So. so it was just, you're a kid. Yeah. You're a kid. Um. So anyway, apparently you guys, if your um, 
pets go to live on the farm, that doesn't mean the actual it farm. It doesn't mean what you think. It yeah. Means. Woof. Um, so that's rough. Yep. This one I also was told, I and still to this day I still believe it, if you touch a toad <laughs> you're going to get worse. So I'm like, mm-mm. Okay, mm-mm. so I did, did you ever have worse as a kid? No, I did I not. I, I did actually not. used to get them a lot as a kid, and I don't know, like, what that's about, but I don't get them anymore as an adult. I also don't touch toads as so an adult. there's something to that. I'm just saying, but we have a ton of toads out at our house, like a ton. But you ain't touching them. Oh, no, I'm not touching them. I'm not getting any warts. Um, okay, oh, and I knew that this was never true, but this is just, like, a fun parent thing where when you make a face or roll your eyes and your parents say your face is going to get stuck like... You're going to get stuck like that. Hmm. Yeah, I know. That one was... I'm on to them because I'm yep. like, well, I roll my eyes a lot. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Um, okay, this one is not true, can confirm, and I stopped believing it because when I was a kid, I always swallowed my gum. Fun fact, to this day, I swallow gum. Ew, are you a psycho? Yeah, I am. Yep, serial killer. Okay, and yeah. I still believe it gets stuck in your digestive it system for seven not, years. You definitely shit that out. Just oh, being y- honest. You got proof or what? I will, if you want, picture photos <laughs> next time. I will give it to you. But, um, yeah, no, you act like it doesn't stay in your stomach. I think it does take a little bit longer than normal food to process like Why don't out. you just throw it in the trash can? There's something about pulling something, and this is truly, like, I get it. You can save the gum wrapper. You can get a tissue, whatever. But there is something about pulling something out of your mouth that I just... I find it dirty. Mm. Like, that is truly what it is. It, I, I find it cleanlier in a, just a When I was it. a kid, I would take the gum and, like, wrap it around my finger ew. and then, like, bite it off and eat it, like, ew. chewing it. I know. Like, ew, it was ew, it was ew, savage. Ew. I would never do that now. I don't actually chew gum now because I feel like it um, makes me have bad breath, like, once it's done. Oh, you really? Know? Yeah. Like, it, I think it depends on the kind of gum that you yeah. chew. I'm not... I think fruit gum does that. Like, yeah. I won't um, chew fruit gum or even cinnamon gum, I think, yeah. does the same thing, but I do put spearmint gum in. Yeah. Uh, here's another fun gum story and church story. When we were kids, when we'd go to church with my um, dad, my grandma would always have gum in her purse, like, either, like, um, Big Red or Juicy Fruit, and she would always rip the piece in half and always give yeah, us like half a piece. Yeah, like, you could only have half a piece, and you're like, I'm, I've got a mouth here. <laughs> What like, was that? I don't know. I think she was so frugal. She's just like, you only get happies. But so many people did that. I know. It was I don't, so weird. It was very weird. Like, Grandma, like, I'm fine. Yeah, I think they were worried you were going to choke on it or swat. Like, it was something. Yeah. It was probably some article in, like, I don't Reader's know. Reader's Digest? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, so this one I definitely believe because I had a friend whose mom had arthritis. Is it from cracking your fingers? And she, they always say, if you crack your knuckles, you get arthritis. And I... I still believe that. And I crack my knuckles all the time. Oh, I crack my knuckles all the time. But my friends, her mom, her, like, had, like, gnarly hands. Aww. And she would always tell us because it was, she cracked her knuckles as a kid. Mm. I still do it. So I maybe I'm going to have gnarly hands or, you know, whatever. Is it any different than getting, like, your back cracked? You know? I don't know. I mean, like, honestly, I don't think... I, I don't think it's true. Like, I think that, like... They say that when you crack your knuckles, it's just, like, air being released from your joints or whatever it has nothing to do with arthritis. Well, arthritis specifically, because arthritis is, like, you know, pain. But, like, I think that, like, and I don't know if that's what causes your, your knuckles to become deformed is solely arthritis or if there's, like, something else that would cause right, that. Right, right. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Oof, oof. 
Yeah. Um, my parents always told us this, like, if they thought we were lying, they're like, your eyes are turning brown. And <laughs> like, your nose is growing like Pinocchio? Yeah, because they're like, they're like, we know you're full of shit because your <laughs> eyes are turning brown. And they would literally tell us this, and we were like, fuck. Because, you know, you're lying to their face, so it's not like you have a mirror in front of you to fact check that, and you're like, I'm not lying. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I am, but I am. So are they brown or are they blue still? I, on that BuzzFeed article, I did read that one parent told their kid that if they look inside their ears, they can see their brain and, like, oh see their God. thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, so. Parents are savage. Parents really are savages. Yeah. Like, and I, the, another one that I seen on there was, like, it was, like, um during the winter, so, like, when it gets dark really early. So, I don't know where this person lived, but they obviously live uh, more more north than what we do because it got dark at, like, 4.30. And she convinced her toddler it was time to go to bed because it was dark. It was, like, 4.30 p.m. That's so early. I was like, you just wait. You know, she's going to wake up at midnight and you're going to be fine. Yeah, like, that was on you, boo. Yeah. Um, This is something that we always did was when you held your breath going past cemeteries or raised your feet off the ground if you went over a train track. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the feet I, thing. I know. I forgot about the uh, holding your breath in your yes, cemetery. Yes, my siblings and I did that all the time. Do you still do it? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I probably did for a long time after becoming an adult. Like, what is it? Is it, be- like... I don't know if it was something about, like, stealing your soul or something. I don't know what wow, the... Wow, that's savage. Isn't it, like, deep? Like, you're like, okay. I was like, okay. Is it? Well, uh, well my this- parents had, like, some pretty interesting, like, parenting... What's Wanda the Witch? Okay, so, um, like, if we were being naughty, my parents, there was this lady called Wanda the Witch, and, like, they were going to send us to her house. Oh, my God. And so if we were, like, in the car, like, horsing around, my mom and dad would, like, drive by, like, the shittiest house they could find, and they'd be like, Wanda lives here, and we're about to haul you in and leave you here if you don't shape up. Oh, my God. We're like, fuck. You know what that reminds me of is that um, uh, what's that fairy tale? I did with this the... to somebody's kids like two weeks ago, and oh they believed God. it. It worked. You're keeping the cycle going. Yeah, we were. I was getting my eyelashes done, and Amanda had her two girls there, and there's people who live above this salon, and they kept walking around, and I was like, I forget what I called him. I think I called him like Roy or something. And I was like, Oh, Roy is such a crabby old man. He lives upstairs. Ugh, hope he doesn't come down here. He's so crabby. <laughs> That's he doesn't amazing. like he doesn't like kids. And then pretty soon her little girl was just like standing next to her, not leaving, and she was like, Mom, I wanna go home. Like <laughs> for like an hour. And I felt so bad. I was like, Oh holy shit. Wait, way to go, Brandy. I know. It was brutal. What's that fairy tale with the two kids and they go to like the witch's house? Her house is like made out of Hansel cage. and Gretel? Yes. Yeah. Hansel that, and Gretel. That's whatever. what that reminds me of. Is that's like, what I thought it was. Yeah. I thought she was going to make you... us into a huckleberry pie and eat the <laughs> shit out of us. I was scared. Oh, I'm dead. My parents were, like, really into, um, I don't want to say, like, pranks, but yes, my parents loved to prank us and would, like, mess with us what all the time. What did they do? Um, so, like, one time my mom, it was, like, I can't remember, like, what time of the year it was, but she made us, um, my brother, sister, and I... I'm the middle child, go into the basement of our house. And she was like, I need you all to sit on this couch. Um, 
I really need to talk to you about something serious. And we were just like, what the fuck is this? And so we were all sitting on the couch and she's like, this is really serious and I don't want you to be scared or, you know, but you might've like heard some noises and stuff in the house and seen some things. And I do just want to confirm this house used to be a funeral home (gasps) here in town. And we're just like, no, it didn't. And she's like, yes, it, you know, it did. And they converted it. And now we live in this house. And, you know, sometimes. Why would she do that? Because it's my mom. And she's like, sometimes you'll hear some noises or see some things. And just don't be scared. If you're nice to the ghost, they'll be nice to you. (laughs) And we're like shooting our pants, right? Like, just like, what the fuck? Well, all of a sudden, you know, it's my brother, sister, and I sit next to each other on the couch. My mom's, like, sitting across from us in a chair. All of a sudden, the couch is, like, (laughs) underneath of us. My dad had, like, crawled under, like, the cushions of the couch, laid flat, and we were sitting on top of my dad on the couch cushions. Oh, my God. And scared the living shit out of us. And they just, like, thought it was the most hilarious Were your parents bored? (laughs) Probably. It was probably in the middle of winter, like, in a snowstorm or something. And they're upstairs plotting, like, okay, this is what we're going to do, Tracy. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to hide in the couch. You get the kids. (laughs) And, like, in retrospect, I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. I mean, it is funny, but at the same time, I'm thinking, like, God, maybe they either had, like, a couple cocktails or it it was just, like, super fucking boring. If you know my mom, my mom, like, loves a good prank. Like, if we were, like, she would be like, hurry up, get in the car. We're running late. We're running late. We'd be, like, run to go out the back door. And you know those, like, popper things that you have to pull with both hands? Yeah. She would tie them to the back door and, like, the deck railing. And so when we opened the door, it would just be, like, pop, 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 <laughs> Like, before school. And there would be my mom just, like, laughing her ass off. I'm like, you're so cruel. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I mean, honestly, like, absolutely hilarious. But at the time, I was just like, why is my mom so crazy? Oh, my God. Why? Why is she love? why she love it but she does she loves a good prank she's always been a prankster that's hilarious it is pretty funny the other thing this is not like this is not really funny i mean it's a little (laughs) bit funny (laughs) not really i will say this like humor back in like the 80s 90s when we grew up (laughs) a little different yeah a little different um when we were being really naughty my mom and dad would like set out a bag on our bed and they're like go ahead and pack that bag because we're gonna take off to boys town um if you don't know what boys town is it's like for naughty children yeah it's i mean it's like a home for boys and girls very strict Mm -hmm. yeah um they're like if you don't like the rules in this house you'll you'll have some rules and we did have a cousin who (laughs) went there at one point in time and they're like that's that's where she's at so maybe you guys can share a room but go ahead and pack your bag (laughs) usually like in the midst of the packing and crying they'd come in they'd be like you ready to shape up like you ready to follow our rules like knock at the Fuck off, you know? And you'd be like, okay, I don't want to go to Boys Town. One time they drove our asses all the way to Boys Town, like, parking lot in Grand Island, like, pulled up, popped the trunk, and was like, get your bag. Oh, my God. You guys must have been real assholes. (laughs) We were terrible, probably. And we were just like, these people ain't shitting around. And then they're like, just kidding. Shape up. Get your ass back in the car. We're going shopping. Oh my god. I mean, in retrospect, I'm like, what about just psychos? But it's kind of funny. I can't wait till you have kids. I want to know all the like weird shit that you do. Literally, we'll pull those same the same shit. I'm gonna do the same shit to my kid. Like, pack your bag. We're going to Boys Town. If you don't like the rules here, 
That's hilarious. Yeah, it worked. Uh, my mom never, after, so my mom, like, when we were growing up, my parents have been divorced since I was one. So, I mean, like, I never had, like, those kind of things. But I can't remember anything of, like, my mom, like, threatening. I mean, she threatened our lives almost on a daily basis. Right. So, I mean, like, but nothing, like, fun. Like, and I did ask my siblings if, like, they had remembered anything. They remembered all the same things that I did, so... Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call those, like, fun, but that was just, like, a parenting In style. In retrospect. Yeah. Like... It was, like, a parenting style they had. They were, like, well, you know, telling you that I'm going to call your dad at work is not working anymore. <laughs> so, standing in the corner, not working anymore. We're going to have to, like, you know, step the game up. Yep. It's not like we... Had drive all the boys down. They did. They just loaded our asses up. Mm. It was quite the time. Well, everybody um, had one glass of champagne, and now I can't talk. That's it for today. Yeah, I hope, hope everybody enjoyed our update on our interesting little childhood childhood trauma. Um, also, you please send us the things that you believed as children and, like, didn't find out the truth until you were an adult, because I think that this is, like, the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. I can't, I still cannot believe about that kid that thought he was allergic to everything his entire life. That's and then, like, brutal. I know. That's brutal. Or but, d- yes, please, like, I want to hear this, because I just find it, fun. like, parenting things are just funny. Yeah, or tell us what you're lying to your kids about. Yes, please. <laughs> please. Okay, in the meantime, you guys, do not forget to follow us on Instagram at Press for Champagne Podcast. Follow or uh, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. And also, please tell your friends, subscribe if you haven't already. Again, I know we talk about this every week, but like it's so freaking exciting. The numbers literally are growing. Oh, yeah. The Britney one, apparently, everybody loved Britney last loved week. Loved Britney, but like to see that we have thousands of downloads is it's super exciting, you guys. Crazy incredible. It's super exciting. Tell your friends we just it's super fun engage with us on instagram we love it when people comment yes. and send us messages um also and follow me at brandy joe also paraded by underscores you can see my vacation trip yes you can see her to lose highlights which i'll teach her how to do that because i don't think she knows how. i do know how oh, okay i yeah. learned that because it suggested it was like <laughs> we would suggest you make a highlight and i was like okay okay <laughs> Thanks, Instagram. And also follow me at Coley Avenue. And also please read my blog, coleyavenue.com. Um, it's so good. You know, just talking about farm life now, I guess. Like, because that's a good country bumpkin I am. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks. Catch you next week. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Bye. Bye.